0: Good morning from Stanford Christian Church. My name is Pastor Jeremy. Today we continue our sermon series, Dinner with Jesus. And this meal is much bigger than any of the others we've read about so far. At times, Jesus invited others to share meals with Him. And then there were also meals where Jesus is invited. But this meal is different. It isn't planned. It's a spur-of-the-moment type thing. They had not prepared at all. And the guest list is about 15,000 people. Leading up to our story for today, Jesus sent the disciples out to share the message, and they had been on the road for several days or maybe even weeks, traveling and working to tell the people about him. They returned tired and worn out. So let's read it, starting in Luke chapter 9, verse 10. On their return, the disciples told Jesus all they had done. Then, taking them along, he slipped quietly into a city called Bethsaida. When the crowds found out about it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day, drawing drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, "'Send the crowd away, so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions.' For we are here in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all of these people. For there were about five thousand men. And he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and had them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to the heaven And he blessed and broke them and gave them to disciples to set before the crowd, and all ate and were filled. And what was left over was gathered up twelve baskets of broken pieces. Jesus demonstrates compassion. Upon their return, Jesus takes the disciples to Bethsaida. They intended to get some rest, but as usual, crowds find them and follow them. It's kind of like when you finally get home and you're exhausted and you sit down to relax and then there come the kids, mom, mom, dad, dad, do this, fix this, or the phone rings and it's someone who needs something. This was supposed to be their time of rest. It was their personal time, their vacation. However, God's care for his people and his compassion do not rest. Many of us would have been complaining, do these people not know that we need rest? I need some time to myself. Even though Jesus and the disciples are tired, they continue meeting the needs of the people around them. In the second half of verse 11, it tells us that when the people followed Jesus to the place where they had planned to rest, he welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. Do we welcome them? Are we aware of the people around us to see their needs? We have to at least give the disciples credit at this point, right? They they saw the people's hunger and they brought their need to Jesus. And there people in there in your are there people in your life that you don't have time for? Be compassionate people. Compassion is a quality of the kingdom of God and followers of Jesus because it is a clear characteristic of Jesus. Often we think that we must come up with a fancy creative way to care for people. The most important thing you can do for most people is just to give them some of your time. Let them know that you care. Make sure that every week you spend some time with someone who needs to know that someone cares about them. James chapter 1 verse 27 says, Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress. It says that pure Christianity is to visit not anything fancy, just visit orphans and widows. We have lonely people in our community and you know them. There are older people who can't get out and do things they used to and there are children who are forgotten and neglected and who just feel like they're always in the way and they just need someone to show them that they care. Will you follow Jesus in giving your time to those who need someone? Even when you're tired, even when it is a sacrifice. Jesus is compassionate and he is provider. In verse 11, he gave his time to tell the people about the kingdom of God and to heal their bodies. Jesus met both physical and spiritual needs even before the food arrived. As you read the accounts of Jesus' life, you will find him concerned both with with physical and spiritual needs. We need to take this as a model. It isn't about just caring for their bodies by feeding, healing, befriending, or clothing. Because if we neglect the most important need, which is a relationship with Jesus Christ, you have well-fed, well-clothed, healthy individuals eternally separated from God. On the other hand, Jesus certainly cares about people's physical needs. Showing them the love of God as he teaches the gospel meets them where they are. It gives them a, a reason to listen to you and shows them that you really do believe the things that you are sharing with them. It is simply the loving thing to do. When the day came to the, in the end, the disciples have a problem. The disciples come to Jesus and they tell him to send the crowd away so that they can go find something to eat. Now, giving advice to Jesus seems like a bad course of action to me. But how often do we question what Jesus is doing around us or twist his words to fit our thoughts and wants on the matter? Do we ever give Jesus reasons why we shouldn't be compassionate to people when we see real need? Jesus deserves our obedience, not our advice. I'm pretty sure that Jesus' response throws the disciples off. You give them something to eat. So so Jesus asks them to do something that he knows they can't do. God will lead you to impossible and difficult obstacles to teach you and grow you to put your faith in Him. They're in a desolate place, it says. There's no food to be had, and there are 5,000 men with women and children, so it's probably about 15,000 people. They find two fish and five loaves of bread. Going to be a little short. Have faith. Don't the disciples remember that this man has already commanded the winds of water and they obeyed? Don't they remember the demons obeying him? The, the healing of the sick or the raising of the dead? They don't even leave room for the idea that Jesus can handle this. They want to send the people away because there's nothing that they can do. This puts the spotlight on Jesus' ability to provide what people truly need. Don't ever see a hopeless situation. Christians should never, ever see a hopeless situation. What have you given up on? There is no addiction too strong, no fight too fierce, no pain too deep for our God to heal. There's no relationship too broken, no sinner too far gone for Jesus to heal. We share hope. That is what we do. And our hope is the compassionate provider who does the impossible. We know Him, and if we read these words and we look at what He has done in our lives and we see, the disciples should have seen that there is never, ever a hopeless situation because our Jesus is God Almighty, Creator and Lord of all creation. He cares about you. He cares about the most difficult, the dirtiest, the most forgotten, the most despised. God cares that you have food and that you enjoy it, and He wants you to depend upon Him and to recognize that He is meeting your need. He teaches us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. God doesn't send people somewhere else to get help. God is our help. Follow Him as your Lord and care for people both physically and spiritually. Every time you hear of a need, your thoughts should be, how can I meet the need in the name of Jesus and share Him with this person? Or how can we meet How can this church meet this need? How often do we just put our blinders eye on and pass by on the other side of the road, expecting that someone else will help? Is that what the church wants? Do we want people to look to Jesus and his followers to meet their needs, or are we telling them to go somewhere else? In that case, we betray the gospel of Jesus Christ because the very heart of it says, I alone can meet your needs. Our God is compassionate. Follow Him and care for people physically and spiritually. Jesus' miracle meets their physical needs, but don't miss the spiritual nourishment of the story. This story declares to us the divine and love of Jesus. He meets physical needs and so should we, but He is primarily concerned about their relation to God because God is provider. In a place where there is great need, Jesus provides. He provides in a miraculous way, in a way that no one else can, because he's God. Men, women, children, Jews, foreigner, the wealthy, the poor, those who are upright, respectable, and those who are sketchy, they're all eating and being satisfied, filled by Jesus. The Gospel of John tells this story in chapter 6, but it also tells us that the next day the people tracked down Jesus again. And in verse 25 of John 6, we read, When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you were looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him, that God the Father has sent His seal. Then they said to him, "What must we do to perform the works of God?" And Jesus answered them, "This is the work of God, that you believe in Him, whom He has sent." The food that Jesus fed them was physical, and it was real, and it satisfied their hunger. But it was much about much more than that. It pointed onto the eternal life that Jesus provides. The meal is a glimpse at the world that Jesus is bringing. Every time we take communion, we eat of the miracle of Jesus, not multiplying bread and fish like in this story, but, but his flesh and his blood given for us and then resurrected. The people who shared the bread and the fish, they will get hungry again. When we live off of Jesus, he is our food our nourishment our he a provide a provision that endures for eternal life in this meal we see that Jesus is compassionate perfect provider that eternally satisfies us when the people get done eating they'll pick up all the loaves and it will fill 12 baskets full they were more than satisfied can you imagine a food that is so good That you would never, ever need another bite of anything ever again. It would fill your stomach, nourish your body, and satisfy your taste of ending. That's the spiritual reality that Jesus is describing. We are made to be with God, and our hearts are restless until they find rest in Him. Our sin separates us from Him. We're starved apart from Him. But God loved us too much to leave us in that state. Jesus came and lived a sinless life, died to pay our penalty and forgive our sins, and rose again to provide eternal life to all who come to him. Thank you so much for listening to Stanford Christian Church today. Once again, my name is Pastor Jeremy. Go to our website, www.stanfordchristianchurch.com. Once again, that's www.stanfordchristianchurch.com. Once you're there, click on the Contact Us tab. Let us know you're listening and uh, how we can connect with you and uh, how we can pray for you. Also, you can click Give to support our ministry as well as there's a tab for First Time. Uh, We would love to have you come and join us any Sunday morning, 10.50 a.m. And you can click on that First Time tab and it'll just give you some information, let you know what you can expect that first time uh, just to make it a little more comfortable for you as you come in. Also, October the 22nd, 5 to 7 p.m. We're going to be having our fall festival. There's going to be all kinds of uh, good food and uh, fun uh, for the kids and fellowship uh, for everyone. Uh, So come and be a part of that on October the 22nd, 5 to 7 p.m. Come and join us anytime. We'd love to see you. Have a great week. Love God, love others, and tell somebody about Jesus.